A major drug bust at the southern border. It's February 28th, 2024, and these are your headlines. Six tons of methamphetamine was confiscated by U.S. Customs and Border Patrol officers at the Camino Real International Bridge in Eagle Pass. According to the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, the shipment of methamphetamine was found when a tractor-trailer supposedly carrying a shipment of drying agent for piglets was referred for a secondary inspection. The narcotic seeds were valued at $117.1 million and reported as the largest amount confiscated in a single enforcement action, totaling over 13,000 pounds. Director of Field Operations Donald Cusser said this gargantuan methamphetamine seizure, the largest ever taken down by CBP officers at a port of entry, uniquely illustrates the serious narcotic threats our officers face on a daily basis and their effectiveness at utilizing our technological enforcement tools, expertise, and experience to zero in on these threats. Special Agent in Charge Mark Dawson with the Houston Homeland Security Investigations, or HSI, praised authorities for preventing drugs from traveling further into the state. Dawson said for far too long, drug trafficking organizations have been raking in billions of dollars at the expense of our communities that are left ravaged by addiction, death, and despair as a result of these poisonous substances. CBP has possession of the methamphetamine seized, with HSI currently investigating the matter. Seizures of methamphetamine have skyrocketed since President Joe Biden took office, only four months into fiscal year 2024, CBP has seized 44,000 pounds of meth. Under former President Donald Trump in the 2019 fiscal year, 68,000 pounds of meth were seized in total. After a lengthy discussion last night, the Fort Worth Independent School District Board of Trustees voted unanimously to implement a new sex education curriculum. The curriculum up for discussion was the abstinence-based sex education program called Choosing the Best. The program's website states that its mission is to educate teens on the health advantages of delayed sexual activity and empower them to make the healthiest choices in order to reduce unplanned pregnancies and STDs, improve life outcomes for teens and their families. During the meeting, many residents came and spoke in favor of the absence-based curriculum due to it not including, in part, any gender fluidity content. The board unanimously voted to approve the new curriculum, despite some pushback from the left, some of which were in attendance. Tarrant County Republican Party Chair Beau French said following the vote for too long, local officials elected in so-called nonpartisan elections have pulled most everything our community does hard to the left. It's time we shine a light on the disgusting, reject the evil, and pursue an agenda that puts the interests of parents ahead of radicals. Are you worried about your kid's future? You should be. I'm Charles Blaine with Texas Tomorrow. This is a show where we're gonna talk about the issues and the people that are pushing the policies that concern your family, your home, and your kids. Catch Texas Tomorrow every Thursday. Last up, Attorney General Ken Paxton secured a victory in federal court this week against a $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill passed by the U.S. House of Representatives, despite half of the members being absent. So the U.S. Constitution requires that a quorum of members of the U.S. House be present for the lower chamber of Congress, Congress to conduct business. 
However, only 201 members of the House of Representatives were present in the House's chamber when the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023 was voted on in December 2022 and approved by the House and Senate. That's less than half. Included as part of the deal was the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act, which Paxton says would have opened up employers to more litigation from employees and was unnecessary due to the state's own laws. Paxton brought a lawsuit on behalf of Texas, arguing the spending package was passed unlawfully and that such a provision would impose a financial burden on Texas taxpayers. On Tuesday, the U.S. District Court in Lubbock agreed in joining federal officials from enforcing that provision. In an interview today with Chris Salcedo, Paxton took aim at Senator John Cornyn for joining Democrats in passing the massive spending bill. The bill also allocates $20 million to a case management pilot program for the Department of Homeland Security's Alternatives to Detention program, which would release illegal aliens who would be rather be detained by Immigrations and Customs Enforcement officers. The court ruled that the state did not have standing to challenge this provision. However, Paxton noted it had not been funded yet with a September deadline looming. And Paxton said that the vote should tell Texans that Cornyn is aligned with Democrats. He said, I'd love one example of something he's done that's good for our state, that's good for our country, he said, accusing Cornyn of funding Biden's priorities. John Cornyn, for his part, did not respond to a request for comment on this story. He is, of course, in the news once again as we hear about the retirement of Mitch McConnell as Senate uh, Senate Republican Majority Leader, opening a position that perhaps John Cornyn has said in the past he'd be interested in taking. It remains to be seen whether or not he will seek that position after McConnell leaves. For more up-to-date stories, head to texasscorecard.com.